And welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Chief Meteorologist Clay Osterley here out of Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, once again, we are, uh, it seems like we're a broken record here. We're seeing severe weather going on across the deep south throughout the uh, day tomorrow into the evening as well. And if you were following the weather last week, you'll notice here that we were talking about these red colors on the map. That is a four out of five, a moderate risk for severe weather in some of the same areas that saw it literally this same time last week. We're talking Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Jackson, Miss, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, Birmingham, over to Montgomery, and even Mobile. Now, to dial into this a little bit more here, we have uh, with us meteorologist Bruce Katz from WB, WVUE in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, Bruce, once again, a very active weather pattern and a busy day coming up for you guys tomorrow. It is going to be, Clay. You know, just eight days ago, we had the big tornado that hit Araby, and uh, homes were literally obliterated, shifted off of their foundations. We had a fatality, numerous injuries, and, you know, here we go again. And, uh, you know, tomorrow evening, we're expecting another big line of storms to move in, and all parameters back on the table. Possibility of uh, long-track tornadoes, strong tornadoes, isolated at times, but, you know, possibility of hail and wind, I think, at this one is uh, going to be more of a bigger deal than we saw last time just ahead of the main line. And Bruce, uh, you know, probably a lot of folks here have this on their mind. Of course, they they dealt with that tornado across uh, Araby and into New Orleans East uh, last week. How does this one kind of compare to last week? Of course, uh, we always say that there are no two severe weather events that are exactly the same, but how does this compare to last week as much as possible? Well, you know, we hear that saying, but, uh, you know, this one is eerily similar because... You know, if you look at uh, when the Storm Prediction Center puts out a level four out of five this far south, those guys are good. They know what they're doing. And last time, last week, we had a level four out of five pretty much almost in the same area, parts of the North Shore, right around Lake Pontchartrain or farther north, and then the metro of New Orleans, which included Araby and Orleans and Jefferson Parishes, our highest populated areas, were under a level uh, three. So. This time, it's eerily similar. I mean, when I look at last week and this week, it's almost like, wow, I mean, is this deja vu? What are we, you know, what are we looking at here? And, you know, Clay, you know in weather, to get level fours this far south is really rare. And whenever you put up the alarm bells from the uh, Severe Storm Prediction Center, you really have to pay attention to it. So to answer your question, it is eerily similar. I mean, will it be the exact same? Probably not. However, to have a threat this far south, and again, within almost a week apart, it's very rare. Bruce, uh, obviously, the timing is always very important of these thunderstorms. And last week, there was a long, a long lull of severe weather across south Louisiana up until it approached your viewing area, essentially. And so uh, I'm looking at, it looks like 8.30 on your clock there, on your map behind you there. So what are we looking at as far as the timing goes, and how does the messaging change as these thunderstorms come in after dark? Well, I think, Clay, the, uh, the initial threat is going to be tomorrow midday. We're going to have basically this strong low developing, and we have a big ridge of high pressure off to the east, and we're going to have really a really tight pressure gradient, meaning that the winds are going to really start picking up during the midday and afternoon. So, you know, reading some of the Storm Prediction Center outlooks as well as the National Weather Service outlooks, we're looking, I mean, way ahead of this line that moves in between 5 and about midnight through the area. I mean, we're looking at winds sustained at 30 to 35, up to 40, but gusts 
up to 50 to 60. And we all know that you start getting to the 40, 45 category, that could easily be power outages. So this is going to be, I think, a little different event, Clay, where uh, last week we had some of those rogue storms that developed ahead of the line. I think this feature is going to be more so with the severe weather threat on the main line as it moves in. Again, for the western viewing area, probably between four and five, in the metro between six and eight, and then the Mississippi Gulf Coast between, say, eight and 10. So the main line, I think, is gonna be the big threat. However, if you look at the streamlines and the wind lines coming in, we're gonna see a lot of strong winds during the day. So not really, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, obliterating or really causing issues with structures, maybe, you know, weak fences go down, but with winds up to that speed, 35 to 40, gusting up to 50 to 60, tree limbs down, you could have trees down on power lines. That's gonna be the main issue. And then we have to follow up with the main line moving in. So with the main line, we're really not seeing on model data some of those rogue storms that can really have rotation ahead of the line. We're seeing this time more along that main line where we have the threat. So it's going to be real time. I mean, when this storm moves in on our Viper radar, we're going to be watching it real time. So it's going to be a situation where as it moves in, it's going to be right on target. Any watches, warnings that come down, we're going to be basically live and very fluid with this situation. So that's the main difference. Ahead of the line, we had rogue storms. This line, I think, is going to be the worst weather along the main line. But the caveat is, just ahead of it, very strong pressure gradient. And with those winds gusting to 50 to 60, we all know that can cause some major issues. Of course, uh, getting that warning information, very important. Bruce, what's the best way for your viewers to get your, uh, those, those warnings and that information? Well, you know, we have our Fox 8 weather app, and uh, all you have to do is go, uh, you know, to your app store, look for Fox 8 weather, and download it. It takes about 30 seconds. And, you know, Clay, I have to say, you know, not bragging on our weather app, but yep. it saved lives. I mean, the bottom line is you can micro-target or geolocate your location on the actual app, and if warnings come down, it'll alert your area. So many times in the past we get alerts for you know, maybe a place 60 miles away. It's like, why am I getting this? Well, now the technology's come to the point where on these weather apps, including ours, we can get geo-targeted information where you'll get that warning for your specific location. You can pull up radar on it. Uh, you know, we put out videos on it. Uh, all the warnings come down on it. So, uh, you know, the weather app is really a great tool to have. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, many people have said on the air and even, you know, just in general that, when those warnings came down, it was a lifesaver. And with technology today, we're very fortunate to have that. I mean, when that uh, you know tornado was developing uh, near Lake Salvador and kind of strengthening over to the West Bank near Gretna, it literally crossed the Mississippi River. I mean, we have video of this thing crossing the Mississippi River. I've been in the market now 26 years, never seen that before. And then it really strengthened as it went into St. Bernard Parish near Algiers. But we gave easily an 11 to 16 minute warning of the storm moving in on velocity. And I think that was the key where many people got into their safe places. And I really think it saved a lot of lives because if you look at the damage, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, when you look at the homes and the obliteration, the fact that only one fatality within that major tornado 
I think that's a huge uh, testament to technology and what these weather apps can do. So important uh, to have those weather apps, uh, weather radios, and several ways to get that information. Bruce, we appreciate your time today. And I just want to take this uh, moment to just let everyone that's watching know, uh, Bruce and the Fox 8 weather team, they're going to be working around the clock. And they, Bruce might go to sleep tonight, but you can bet your bottom dollar that he is going to be dreaming about the weather tomorrow because he is going to be constantly working even when he's sleeping tonight uh, to keep you guys prepared and safe. Uh, that weather tomorrow. We appreciate your time, Bruce. Thanks so much, and best of luck uh, tomorrow evening. All right, Clay. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Pleasure All right, guys. Again, that is uh, meteorologist Bruce Katz out of New Orleans, Louisiana, WVUE there. And uh, we are based here in Omaha, Nebraska, but they'll be watching that severe weather uh, very carefully for you. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're actually headed up to Jackson, Mississippi to uh, talk with WLBT and some of their meteorologists there.